0: Welcome to Trashy Divorces.
1: Welcome to Trashy Divorces. Nine week, is fine. Yeah, week number nine. Week number
0: nine. The theme this week, Ah, the winner takes it all. Indeed. By ABBA. ABBA! ABBA! From
1: Sweden. Hey,
0: this is a big shout out to all you listeners from the homeland of ABBA, Sweden. Sweden! We see your downloads. This episode is for you. Well-ish. We... Really started with rich people with more money than we can comprehend in their trashy divorces. So
1: And they get nasty, too. Rich you know, people with their divorces.
0: Boy, oh boy. Rich people really do have different rules. Give them some art to fight about, and it is game on. Art and property. A few little plastic surgeries. Those rules play out differently in the realm of love and war when you have that much money. Yeah. And winner takes it all. <sighs> We're gonna let y'all decide who are the winners and who are the losers in these stories. You ready to take the garbage out? I am. I am. Let's do this. Do this. Money, 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 money. money. Stacy. Alicia. What have you got for me? Do you got more money than? A Hogwarts vault could ever hold
1: I've got a guy who Made his money by making money I'm Tiny. not joking Alright, so this guy is not famous In the way that most of our subjects have been famous people Sure He's like old money rich And again, how he got rich is basically
0: Wait a minute, back up Did you just say his? he made his money out of making money? I did He's I did. Ri- he's, he's, he's Richie Rich?
1: He's, yes Wow Go, go, go. Yeah, okay. Also, for the story, shout out to Emily Jane Fox at Vanity Fair. She did a story on this. Dana Kennedy at Politico. And the busy little beavers at the New York Post and page six. Without whom, how could we even do this? Page six, big props. We need to get you a flower bouquet. Little little flowers, yeah. So, Alicia, there are rich people and there are famous people. Mm -hmm. And obviously, there's quite a bit of overlap. But... There are rich people who aren't famous, whose wealth is old and ingrained, and who occupy a realm most of us can't imagine.
0: It is a rarefied world.
1: And all too often, those people are not in the least bit shy about using their wealth for malicious ends. Oh. This is the story of Maurice Alain Amon, a Swiss businessman.
0: Oh. If
1: you've never heard of him, don't worry. He's not really a famous guy. I've never heard of him. But he's rich like you wouldn't believe. He's rich because back before World War II, his father invented the inks used in currencies and secure documents around the world to this day. What? He's literally rich because his family is responsible for printing, printing. money, including U.S. currency. The ink, that mu- Maurice Simon is He's so fucking rich. rich that when he pulls a bill from his wallet, he can say to himself, yeah, I made that.
0: Oh my god
1: He's rich like that
0: How do you get that gig? He
1: is not a famous person He is a rich person Different
0: My story actually is rich people who are not Is entirely true There's a different set there is. of There is Money That you are no press No nothing And you live in a very secular rarefied, yeah. inclusive little world, and ne'er the worlds do meet. True story. True wow. story,
1: yeah. Um, In 2008, Maurice, then in his late 50s, married American socialite Tracy Hegelin. I am probably mispronouncing all of these names, but again, these people are so rich, it's not like I can pull up YouTube videos where people talk about them, or no, they're interviewed, can, yeah. or any of that.
0: So, So Maurice and Tracy.
1: So Maurice and Tracy... Uh, she is about 15 years his junior. They get married in Hong Kong, because why hmm. not? You Because, know? again, he basically floats above the earth in his private city. Jet. Yeah. They entered their state of apparent married bliss with his big stack of old money, a giant art collection, and homes in London, Gestadt, Switzerland, which is his home base, Paris, and New York.
0: Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Marriage is
1: starting out great. Yeah, not bad. Notably, they did not sign a prenup, (laughs) which is fascinating for a guy who's worth like $1.4 billion. No. But as we'll see, nobody Maurice had a pretty airtight plan in place if things didn't go well.
0: All, I'm intrigued.
1: All good, right? They traveled. They saw the world. They attended the right functions. He ran his various business interests. And Tracy would jet off to some capital or another for shopping sprees with her friends. Super nice. It's a perfect life. Yeah. I mean, hooray. This sounds... What's it's this great, doing on right? Divorces? I don't... It's funny. So in October 2015, Tracy returns home from one of these trips to okay. Manhattan. Sure. Just went out for a little shopping. Her first inkling that there might be some problems in the marriage. Mm-hmm. So as she walks into their um, sixteen or twenty-two million dollar, I saw a bunch of numbers. Let's let's split the difference. Some twenty-ish million dollar Fifth Avenue apartment in Manhattan.
0: Holy cats!
1: After one of these overseas trips, she realized that twenty-five million dollars worth of art. Including works by Basquiat, Warhol, Damien Hirst, Alexander Calder, Richard Prince, and Takashi Murakami, was no longer hanging on the walls.
0: What? My yeah. art's been stolen.
1: Right. You call the police.
0: I live I in a wonder- secure building. How you do you
1: think? Right. I would assume. So let me just di- diverge briefly. Uh, a quick note on divorce and art collections. So my sense is that the dividing line between the Merely wealthy people who get divorced and the truly rich who get divorced has to do with whether they're fighting about art. Yep. like this is like the ultimate status thing. uh, I think maybe for the last couple of decades. I don't know that it always has been. But just to kind of put it in perspective, when Donald Trump and Ivana Trump divorced, as far as I can recall, like I don't think they were fighting over an art collection. Right. Back in the was that the 80s? when they
0: split up. So no, it was property. Property is his art collection.
1: Well, good point, but I mean, also I don't think he's he doesn't understand what it is to be rich. He's never been secure.
0: No, in he being has rich. reprints and his yeah.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, one generation later, his daughter Ivanka and her husband Jared, they have tens of millions of dollars in art oh, and it, no doubt. and if they ever get divorced, I guarantee you it will be Knockdown, down, drag out yep. over that art. I'm not even sure why, but that's that's like the distinction of wealthy or rich in my mind.
0: Go, go, go. Okay. Trashy so, art.
1: So back to she walks in. Oh my God, We've I've been, been robbed. So I've not found reporting on her like immediate reaction was, but I assume that because the, the building and the apartment are both so secure that... That probably wasn't her first thought. I don't know. Uh, uh, but I'm also pretty sure that, like, I haven't seen reports that she called the police. So I'm pretty sure the building probably had a record that their art consultants had been authorized by Maurice to come into the apartment. What? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this very quickly. I'm not going to say it, it made sense, but that she knew that they had not been robbed.
0: Okay. Um, sure. Sure.
1: A bad way to end a transatlantic flight, let's be honest. So the art apparently had been taken to a storage facility in Queens, which is totally where you take priceless art.
0: Hey, stranger things have (laughs) happened.
1: You know, the next thing she does is Tracy checks her email. What do you think she finds there?
0: Maybe a little letter. (laughs) A little email from from her husband. From Richie Rich. From from Maurice.
1: Saying that he was divorcing her. Oh. In Monaco. An email? By email, where just a few months earlier, the couple had completed a $40 million renovation on a waterfront estate.
0: What? Like, just oh, a few months ago, they are building a house in Monaco, in and May. now he's not she, even brave enough to face her in person, but in sends May. her an email to say, divorce, lady. Yep.
1: That's long and short of it. Yep. it's yep, a lot yep. of nerve. After stealing all the art. Well, yeah, stealing, whatever. After removing all of the art from the apartment that he had put into her name. Wow. Wow. Uh, it turns out Maurice had been planning to probably divorce Tracy for years. Really? In 2011, he began turning himself into a paper resident uh, of the city-state of Monaco, which has no notion of marital property.
0: Did he tell Tracy he was doing this? No. Oh.
1: And Monaco's divorce laws are explicitly designed to kind of, quote-unquote, limit the damage, quote-unquote, that, quote-unquote, gold diggers, a term used by Monaco's government, by the way.
0: No, like is an official you... legal term? Yeah.
1: Well, it's used in, like... Like the website of the consulate of come here and get your divorce or whatever. I, I mean, insane. I don't know. She's yeah. a
0: gold digger. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. So what Maurice would do from 2011 forward is he would book himself into hotels for months at a time. In Monaco. In Monaco. Okay. Not clear that he ever stayed in them. And it's also, weirdly, his butler has been testifying because this is now all under investigation – it's not clear. He would book himself into cheap hotels or cheaper hotels for long stretches, but apparently would actually be in Monaco on weekends and stay under an assumed name at a very expensive hotel. So the whole thing is weird. With a
0: casino and a concierge. Possibly hookers. Sure. Yeah,
1: I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I assume that Monaco... Wow. I've seen some James Bond movies in my lifetime, okay? We all
0: have, baby. We all all have.
1: So every few months, uh, he'd pop up. Oh, and he had some bills routed to these addresses in Monaco. So he'd pop up at, you know, the office of, I'm a foreigner, but I want to live here longer than three months.
0: Wow. And get a
1: little card that let him stay for six.
0: I can register at the DMV.
1: kind of of. this is not a residency permit no but Um, it
0: gives you enough to establish whatever shady shady crap they have under their shady shady laws
1: right but and you have to renew it often and whatever but yeah he's trying to become a paper resident just in case he decides to divorce his wife i mean i allege (laughs) let's be clear i don't think he's come out and said that but that that's how it looks
0: so what happens
1: so, Monaco is a dream haven for divorce if you're the rich spouse. Basically, if you divorce in Monaco, you get everything you walked into the marriage with, including any gifts you gave your spouse. Basically, if, if their name does not appear on a bank account or on uh, the title of a home or a vehicle or whatever, it's yours. <laughs> if you're if the, you if file you're the a richer, divorce in Monaco. Yeah, if you're the richer spouse... Unless your spouse literally has their name stamped on the thing, the thing is yours.
0: flat nothing.
1: Yeah. A New York lawyer uh, who's been involved in in cases involving Monaco as a jurisdiction told Politico, let's put it this way. If a rich man married a poor woman in Monaco and all she owned at the time of the marriage was a horse, she'd be left like Lady Godiva when the marriage ended, naked
0: with a horse. The guy would get everything. Oh, my God. So, oh my God! So imagine. Oh, no wonder it's such a fun little haven, right? Right.
1: So imagine back to a few years before the autumn of 2015, when all of the shit is going down. Okay. Maurice and Tracy are having dinner, maybe, or enjoying champagne aboard their private jet, and Maurice says, "You know what's fun? What's fun, Monaco? Babe? Oh, I love
0: Monaco this time of year."
1: Right. Tracy says, "Oh God, I love the view from Monte Carlo, and the people there are so great." So Maurice says. What if we built a house there,
0: and then he got to work on it? That's a great idea, honey. I'd love to have a summer palace in Monaco. Right. Wouldn't... Oh, it's so sad.
1: A few things happened very quickly that fall of 2015. Okay. First, Tracy races to Manhattan court to file for divorce uh, from Maurice there, because the laws in New York are so much more favorable. Like, in New York, she'll get... Roughly half of what they earned During the course of their marriage
0: So she knows he's filed Or she yeah, knows he wants he emailed, to No he emailed Oh her. he emailed her yeah. he wants to get a divorce And she's like no problem I'll march down yeah. to my handy courthouse yeah. in New York We
1: are not doing this in Monaco Okay yeah. I'm caught up Second she tried to get an emergency injunction Preventing Maurice from selling any of the art In his collection To keep that 25 mil That he'd taken off the walls in her universe Oh my god so she won the injunction, like in an emergency hearing, but it ended up being really, really broad and prevented Maurice from selling any art anywhere in the world. Oh. Which is not really in the domain of a New York State judge to do. And the judge was kind of pissed. Like, he just felt like he got bamboozled by, like, her lawyers racing in, like, this is an emergency, he's stealing tens of millions of dollars in property from her, you must put a stop to this. So, the judge actually apologized later and limited the injunction to those 20 pieces from the New York apartment. And then he was like, also, I can't do your divorce. It's Monaco. Monaco's got your divorce, crazy lady. So, yeah, so she kind of got fucked there. The third thing that happened is that Maurice held a photo shoot in the Monaco home they'd just finished, specifically focusing on an eight-rack shoe collection and closets full of Tracy's clothes. <laughs> so it is vital to Maurice's... Tr- Has
0: Tracy moved in?
1: Well, that's a fair question, and it's one that is not yet resolved, even today. So it was vital to Maurice's legal case that Tracy also at least nominally, be a resident of Monaco. Okay. She claimed never to have lived in Monaco and only to have stayed in the country for a night or two, and I'm not even sure if it was at the house. Okay. So either Tracy, who has, I mean, genuinely a lot of motivation to make my life in Monaco seem very, very non-existent, you know. So either she's lying to, you know, protect her stake and a lucrative divorce
0: or
1: or maurice had his people haul over a bunch of her stuff while she was in europe staged it in the new house and then used the pictures in court and there is some reason to think that monaco authorities believe that's exactly what he did
0: Motherfucker! what a let me have a magazine come over and stage this fancy photo oh shoot of how great and glamorous God. your life is Because I can put this publication in
1: court and what a dick! Yeah, fortunately, I don't think it was like, I don't think it was like a magazine. But, But yes, they made sure to go through the Monaco residence and take lots of pictures to show judges in New York and in Monaco. Like, no, no, she lives here. You see all her stuff is here. If her stuff is here, she's here. This divorce is continuing to be fought.
0: Seriously, to this day?
1: Seriously. So okay. from 2015 into 2019 now. But, I mean, even European regulators are starting to raise their eyebrows at some of this stuff. So that puts more pressure on Monaco to pay more attention to its residency rules and what it will allow jurisdictionally, you know, th- that it will control in court. Yikes. There is one notable incident that I must share. Launch from this. it to me. Great. February 2017. Tracy is in Paris. Okay. She's staying in a Uh, flat owned by Maurice. Sure. Inside the apartment is a safe. Inside the safe were allegedly incredibly expensive works of art. Okay. By Cy Twombly. How do you say that? Do you know? Twombly? Twombly. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, Cy, Cy Twombly, uh, Warhol, Richter, Basquiat, Hearst, oh my God. Prince. Oh my God, oh my God. It is not clear why this treasure trove was hanging out in a safe in a Paris flat, but according to Maurice, Tracy needed something from the safe, but had misplaced her key. Oh no. And it was Saturday.
0: Oh God. In France. So she doesn't know the paintings are in there?
1: I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Or. This whole incident seems a little disputed, but.
0: Okay. Continue.
1: She calls Maurice's... It's Saturday, I have no key. Yeah, she calls mm-hmm. Maurice's security chief to get a new key, but it was Saturday in France. He said he'd be by Monday. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> okay. This is where it gets amazing. This could be true, according oh to Maurice. Okay. Tracy starts calling around, sure. so like demolition and construction companies in Paris.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And finds one who, for the right price nope. will come over that day sure with a cutting torch and burn through the safe
0: you said cutting torch not cutting tool
1: torch yeah smoke Fire! smoke soot rubble ash
0: because oh it's not just it,
1: like it's not just the art like this flat is steps from the Champs-Élysées no in paris like it is oh it yeah it's just it's full of finery you know it's like a a mink covered couch suede wall hanging what okay so there was smoke dust rubble everywhere the art was so saturated with concrete dust that it may be impossible to ever fully (gasps) restore it according to maurice no so yeah this dude if this actually happened and there are photos of apparently a Safe that's been torched open um, If this actually happened It sucks that it And she admits happened.
0: doing it It's not know. anything you tried to psycho out on her
1: I'm not really Sure What I, uh, I'm not really sure okay, it's what, all what her comments on this Have been
0: Wow.
1: Obviously stories like this are catnip For the press Meow um, as was the early 2018 story about how mad she was about the $1.2 million lump sum payment and $122,000 a month alimony that the court in Monaco gave her as, oh. the, as the divorce was progressing. Okay. So she's doing pretty well, you know, according
0: to everything that's said about Monaco's courts. Okay, but hold on. If you're a Mrs. Richie Rich right. and you're used to living in that rarefied, what did you say? One point what mil?
1: One point two mil and a hundred and twenty two thousand dollars a month, but okay, hundred and twenty two thousand dollars a month. Can I can I quote you some page six,
0: please? Because they got this.
1: All right, so page six says based on uh, so the figures are based on Tracy's lifestyle as Maurice's wife, which included year round private plane travel, yacht travel, homes in Switzerland, London, Paris, Hong Kong, a twenty two million dollar Fifth Avenue apartment. But Tracy, 47, claims that wasn't enough. And she actually spends around 400,000 euros a month, nearly $500,000. Wow.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. $500,000 a month. That just fuzzed out my brain. It should.
0: It should. That's crazy. I mean, that's... Uh Uh-huh. Hold on. I'm going to do some quick math. Mm Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand euros, not dollars. No, no, four
1: hundred thousand euros. Uh, five hundred. Okay, five hundred
0: thousand dollars. That's one million. So six million dollars a year just to, for the cost of getting by.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Let me take a sip of my extraordinarily expensive
0: beer. No, briefly. that's six mil just for the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. Jeez.
1: All right. At that time in twenty eighteen,
0: uh-huh.
1: Tracy was still fighting to get New York to take ownership of the divorce. Although it does seem like her legal team was was really <laughs> making the most of what Little Monaco supposedly has to offer. Fascinatingly, both spouses have previous marriages that also included jurisdictional fights in the divorce.
0: Really? Huh. Tell well, me more. Maurice
1: was previously married to a different woman from New York and he filed, he filed for divorce from her from his native Switzerland and she fought him to move it to new york i think it was ultimately decided in switzerland
0: oh my god so he's had practice on this monaco move
1: what he does yeah basically (gasps) yeah yeah like he sets i think he sets the wife up with an address in manhattan and then yeah wherever he feels like being in europe with better better laws i'm guessing
0: wow wow Better, winner takes it all Better
1: laws for him I should be clear Yeah the winner
0: takes it all What do you do to hold on to your wealth Yeah.
1: Oh no I read an account of a uh, a British woman So apparently London has Extraordinarily uh, Like good laws for the, the lesser moneyed usually the wife Right okay this won't be true forever But but now and, and Throughout history that's usually been the wife So there was yeah a woman and her husband And their kids family living in Monaco They're British though she realizes her husband is having an affair. Uh-oh. So she tells the husband that, like, the kids are super unhappy at school and the best thing would be just to move back to the U.K.
0: Oh.
1: And he buys it. So they move back. And she's in court in London, like, in no time. She's divorcing what? his ass in London. Yeah, before, like, before the dust has settled on getting out of Monaco. Like, she knew how that would go. So Smart. Smart. All right. So Tracy was previously married to a Saudi businessman and she spent five years fighting to get her two children out of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Whoa. Yeah. So I guess she gets sort of the existential threat level of, you know, like these are rich guys being rich guys. In Monaco, authorities appear to have opened an inquiry into Maurice's claims of residency and the divorce proceeding.
0: Hmm.
1: Apparently, it's one thing to be kind of low-key advantageous to one side or another, but something else entirely to become a haven for rich guys who want to leave their wives impoverished when they trade in for a younger model.
0: Yeah, we don't talk about it. It's cool we do it, but we're not going to—it's not on our fucking billboard, Joe. That's
1: the thing. Like, Monaco's not in the EU, but— Monaco sits they play sits atop France or Mm -hmm. whatever Monaco shares a border with France and so the French like it is not hard to exert influence on Monaco and if the EU does not want Monaco to be some crazy outlier it can
0: it's its own principality
1: it is its own principality Mm -hmm. we talked earlier Grace Kelly was the princess of Monaco yep for many years Anyway.
0: And a kinder, more gentler woman who never, who ever lived. (laughs) There you go.
1: All right. Well, that, I think, unless you have questions, is the Maurice Amon and Tracy Higelan story. I gave it four garbage cans and a French cutting torch to light the trash (laughs) on fire.
0: I cannot imagine lighting $25 million worth of current modern are that it uh, yeah and those ah! trash cans are for both
1: of them there's like again i mean if if the stories in this sure. story are true
0: like they're both trash packs yeah but you hope she ends up with something more than naked in a horse for sure right for sure like that sounds like her lawyers really are making sure that happens Dude, winner takes it all what do you do to hold on to your cash
1: yeah he'll do it 40 million dollars to Build a residence to try to convince Mon- Monaco authorities. Unbelievable! Mm-hmm.
0: That's a really good story. Hey, thanks for somebody I've never heard of.
1: Yeah, well, and it's I think cool if
0: we just call him Richie Rich, right?
1: Richie Rich. Yeah, he'd he'd prefer we just call him Richie Rich. I'm sure he doesn't. Well, probably because he
0: doesn't. Yeah,
1: this is how. Yeah, this is how these people keep their children safe. This is they just don't make advertise news. that.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a good story. Cool. I'll go with four trash cans. Cool. With and the a fridge torch, torch yeah. Sure. Let's take a break.
1: Let's take a break.
0: I got some art and money and scandal. Meow. Meow is right. Coming up for you. Coming in hot. Hey, Trash Pandas.
1: When you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? all in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, So, Alicia, I understand you. You're in fine feline fashion today.
0: I have a doozy of a story. Do you have socks on? I do have socks on. You may want to take them off because otherwise they're going to be knocked off. (laughs) Are you ready? No, I guess I'm not. (laughs) This week, I am bringing you the romance and the destruction of one of the priciest, priciest divorces, To ever hit New York City Mm. It was definitely The biggest scandal that has ever hit The high dollar art world This was hot gossip (laughs) The topic taking over New York City In the late 90s And since then The story stays mm, Trashy Interesting at least unbelievable for sure
1: Well I can't wait now
0: Meet The Wildensteins.
1: Oh, great name, by the way.
0: Alec and Jocelyn. Oh, the Wildensteins. You may know Alec because of his super famous last name, which is a big fucking deal in the art world. Right. Alec's family are those Wildensteins.
1: Right. Art dealers since
0: 1875. The
1: Authenticators. Is that what they are?
0: Yes. Uh, And maybe Art... Dealers, too. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. So you might know Jocelyn by some of her most notorious nicknames due to her extensive plastic surgery over the years uh, Catwoman, Lion Queen, Tiger Icon, Fierce Legend, Bride of Wildenstein. Her plastic surgery and uh, motivations for those will be covered in this story, but it is not the focus. Nor is throwing any shame or shade to her appearance. That does not hold true to the values of this pod and us as writers. We don't shame on looks, weight, or physical characteristics. And I mean, there are enough bad deeds, actions, and behaviors in this story just to concentrate on those. Well said. Okay. So of all the unbelievable things that I'm going to tell you in this story, I'm going to start out with what I think is the most unbelievable thing of them all. Our star-crossed lovers, Alec and Jocelyn, mm-hmm. are astral twins.
1: I'm sorry. They are what?
0: What is that? They share the same birthday, okay. August 5th. Okay. Not only do they share the same birthday, they also share the same birth year.
1: Okay. So they really share the same, like, of they 1940. Were... Okay.
0: Now, statistically speaking, with 365 days in a year, there's a 0.27% chance. Say it again, 0.27%, 0.27% chance, not even 1% okay. that you would share a birthday with your spouse. So it's kind of remarkable in itself that they share the same year is even crazy. But the thing about astral twins, it that happens on the same latitude and longitude. Okay. So the exciting thing about astral twins is they go, many go through life without realizing they have a twin brother or sister until some unlikely coincidence brings them together. Put a pin in that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then the realization is brought to light, and they share these incredible coincidences. So Jocelyn's born in Switzerland. Alec is in France. I actually pulled how close they were to each other, and they do, what's the one that's up and down? Longitude? Uh, I
1: think it's longitude.
0: Okay. Longitude, they share. I mean, seriously, not just that both of them are Leo's, which is my sign, but the same birthday and year and longitude. Yeah.
1: Pretty weird.
0: There's, there's no chemistry that's about to happen in this story. Right.
1: And not very far apart either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe no, like five a couple hours. hundred miles. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Alec is the son of a very, very, I can't tell you how wealthy family. His dad, Daniel is the third generation owner of the family business Which is not only in art, it's horses, too. Okay. Art and horses, which are two really big, shady, shady barns or vaults where you can hide some money on the lamb.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're into lambs?
0: (laughs) They're into art, horses, and money. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. (laughs) So when we looked at planning, winner takes it all. Mm -hmm. It was high-dollar Divorces of people who are so wealthy, you don't know who they are. And when I came across this one, I'm like, ooh, this is a juicy story. And then it hit me. I know the Wildensteins because of this little amazing program called Faker Fortune, where discovered paintings are researched to be authenticated or added to catalogs of famous artists. So every time this place comes up, People always talk about it in very hushed tones. And it's the Wildenstein, Wildenstein Institute. And they're always dicks. They are (laughs) always dicks and are never like, we don't care what kind of provenance you have and that you've just scratched off paint to prove it was the only kind of titanium blue in 1863 in Paris for Gauguin to have painted. It is. But I'm like, whoa, I totally hit a different world with me. Okay, rich family, like rarefied wealth. They live and entertain lavishly. They do live just like you talked about in your story in a very insular society. They're a tribe. They don't mix. These people all share the same vacations together, the same houses, the same boats. Daniel, the dad, it said, hates intruders. He's antisocial. He controls those boys the way his dad controlled him says someone else oh granddad george s george george with an s i don't know how you say that in french i'm sorry Georges. Georges granddad george perhaps is even more domineering and pulls alec and his brother guy out of school every year for the springtime because it's racing season in france George is eventually like, hey, boys, you don't need no education because you're going into the family business. They sail every year on the Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mary, or the USS United States. They return in October. Like, this is a big, fat family affair. It's the D- same. They
1: do what they want. And if that includes doing things like sending their kids to school, they'll do that when it suits them. Is that what you're saying? That's, yes.
0: Okay. So, granddad George is in charge of Daniel. And you have to understand, I'm sorry, I know this is a little bit of background, but you don't get the divorce until you get this. George hates Daniel because Daniel is kind of a playboy. Like, he's married, he's divorced. Like, that's a whole... But he has this over-the-top li- lifestyle, and his father hates it. And the subplot of this whole family story is gen- A generational trauma, multi-generational trauma of toxic masculinity and dysfunction handed down in this family. That is not the point of this trashy divorce story I'm telling. Oh, okay. But it does help you understand it, and Danielle Steele really needs to get on this.
1: Well, we'll alert bodice tipplers to to watch for that for Bodice
0: tipplers. This is, if you want a legacy of... Okay. That's a fun podcast. It is a fun pod. So, people say behind his back that the dad, Daniel, he's mean. He's ruthless. He's frightening. Nobody really knows him, though. He keeps his shit locked down. There is no press, no scandal. But he has expensive tastes and he can pay people to indulge him. Hmm. So, Josh, like, disapproves of all of this. Daniel's like, great. Becomes a regular at 122, a famous society brothel in Paris and a frequent customer and friend of the legendary Madame Claude, (laughs) who is the most famous madam in Paris who had her own celebrated prostitution ring. Sure. I think they were called Claudettes.
1: That makes Uh, sense.
0: Daniel was very good at 122, that house Jocelyn says with a laugh. If you wanted to go into the devil room or... I don't know. Every room had a different theme. Alec, at some point, alleges she was a Claudette. Whoa! But she's neither admitted nor denied that. Hold on, wait. It gets more fucked up. So when Alec's a teenager, Daniel's like, "Hey, buddy, you wanna travel down? We're we're in Paris." I got something fun you might want to try. And initiates him into the mysteries of paid kinky sex with Madame Claude. Alec says he has known Madame Claude since I was 15 and a half. She was a good friend of mine. I bet. My father and I had great respect for her. Uh-huh. I knew all her girls. Oh, my God. So here at 15, Alec and Daniel are hanging out together chasing women. Like, people think they're brothers. Daniel, for his part, just like George, hates Daniel, Daniel hates George, uh, becomes the same kind of father, though. He wants his boys to be close to him, forbids Alec to go to college. I can teach you everything you know. So he picks up on the thing from the granddad to dad. Sure, yeah. For years, he refuses to let his boys marry. Uh, he considered marriage an unnatural state. It's said that dad loves his kids, but he was hard on them. He would put Alec and Guy down in front of horse trainers, in front of everyone. He used to scream at Alec until Alec would get sick in the bathroom of the yacht, parentheses, the 160-foot <laughs> southern breeze. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, this is the continuation of the friend. I mean, what's the point in being on the best boat in the world with the best food and the best servants when this nightmare was going on? Right? But this family sticks together, and you're getting this is all a little fucked, right? Okay. Old Daniel wants to keep his fuckery old key. And here comes Jocelyn. (coughs) Jocelyn. Sure. Born in Switzerland. Her dad works struggling as a department store buyer. She is really good looking. And at 19, starts dating a Swiss movie producer. Moves to Paris. She, in her mid-twenties, begins dating an Italian-French filmmaker named Sergio. Let me please tell you, she literally has never worked a day in her life. So, so you don't think she ever was a Claudette? You were saying earlier there was... Uh, undisputed, unproven.
1: She, she might have worked...
0: I mean to that end I really do have extensive references for this this family is not very evident in the press so I have pulled a number of resources so I can verify the story I'm telling without maybe getting sued by the richest family in the world when I don't have a penny but there you go uh, Your Patreon support well, Means a lot to us We'll so pay we can for get the lawyers sued. Jeez. <laughs> so like she n- Never one day in her life Is still alive today Has never gone into an office Right her her title
1: is uh, socialite Is that correct? She is a socialite As, She's was, sub- as was mine I, I always wonder In researching these Like a woman who is a What is the male equivalent of a socialite? Like is it a sexist thing? I think it is a sexist thing Smash the the patriarchy Anyway, okay, so socialites Again, I'm very confused by this notion that Well, she's not a socialite yet
0: Okay She really is just making a living Through supporting herself from wealthy men She's not married Right She doesn't have any family money to spend She just is very skilled at supporting herself from rich dudes (laughs) Which brings us to her becoming a skilled hunter and pilot, because I guess rich dude leisure time is what you do. Well, that makes sense, actually. She is dating her Italian Sergio when she heads on down to Kenya for a shooting party in 1977 as a guest of Saudi arms dealer Adnan Kashagi.
1: Yeah, bringing him back. Good Lord. He's been in a lot of stories without fingers actually covering in his pies. Trashy. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. I think Put we'll get there.
0: Fingers in my Kashagi pie. Okay. <laughs> so, also in 1997, the Wildenstein family buys a percentage of a 66,000 acre ranch called Old Jogi, O L J O G I. But I'm calling it the OJ from this point on because it factors a lot in this story. It's in Kenya.
1: Also O.J. Simpson. Come on.
0: As rich people go to inspect properties, Alec in 1977 heads on over to the O.J. And there just happens to be a super hot girl there at a shooting weekend invited by Saudi arms dealer...
1: Adnan Khashoggi, or whatever his name is.
0: Okay. Jesus Christ. So, right, it's Jocelyn. So
1: Jocelyn is friends with... And this this guy was the... Cousin or uncle or whatever of Dodi Fayad mm-hmm. who died with Diana. Like, good Lord, what a small world these. No, these it is a very super rich people moving. It is
0: a very tiny, tiny, tiny place of the uber wealthy. Yeah. So here's Jocelyn. She's a 31 year old knockout. And Alex says, an exciting woman. So I'm going to let them tell it. This is quotes from them. <laughs> an exciting woman. A lion had to be killed at a neighbor's ranch, Alec recalls. The night before, Jocelyn asked, could I go with you? I said, as long as you keep your mouth shut. Sweet guy. Good start. Yeah. At dawn, they sat wordlessly, waiting for the big cat. Alec made the kill. On their first day together, they rode motorcycles to a hilltop and shared their first kiss. It was quite intense, Jocelyn recalls. So there's... Astral twins There's an immediate connection Sure But she's dating Sergio She's been dating him for five years Since 1965 This is 1977 Alec has also been living in Paris no. For 12 years With a Ford model named Maria mm. Kennedy Which apparently stops for Cold The second he sees Jocelyn Those crazy Leo kids <laughs> but remember Daniel Daddio Being all anti-marriage Yeah don't get married kid Yeah, you Screw up your life Alec and Jocelyn elope to Las Vegas April 30th 1978 They later invite friends and family To a second ceremony and reception Daniel nowhere to be found hmm. He wasn't just against the marriage He was against Jocelyn Daniel Daddio Pulled a fucking Emily Gilmore And and went back to Maria Kennedy, Kimberly Kennedy. Damn I it! Said, I have to. I think you I said, said Kennedy. Kennedy, but I have another name here. I've meshed twelve stories together. But the ex-girlfriend Daniel goes back to the ex-girlfriend to try to win. Hey, will you please win my son back? Right, because I need you to fly to Vegas pronto, very now. Listener, it did not work. <laughs> So, Jocelyn and Alec, Mary, he does art and horses. She is living as a top tier socialite. Now she's got the money to chair celebrity balls, um, foundation oh. balls. Like, that's your social climbing that, socialite. you got to have money to play as a yeah, socialite. Yeah. So,
1: it's not just the, it's not just. Wealthy women who don't work But it's wealthy women who are involved in causes and It's
0: wealthy women in the top 400 Hosting In
1: New York that host hosting and cause parties and, that raise money for
0: things Right? They have two kids They have a private jet The OJ Ranch Dream <laughs> Jocelyn buys a $350,000 Chanel dress Designed by Karl Lagerfeld God rest your soul <sighs> And like $10 million worth of jewelry In one day this is no big deal. She has a $5,000 phone bill a month, which is, like, kids today, you don't know. Long distance, oh, yeah. text, all that thing. shit, you used to have to pay for it. Well, there was no text. know there was you no text. you had to pay for your... But you had to pay for long, every call.
1: And long in, distance? In-state long distance cost way more God. than state-to-state long distance.
0: I mean, they are living a high life. In an average month, she and Alec are spending about a million dollars just for basic upkeep. Hmm. To just give you a little another drop on the OG, for their daughter Diane's 17th birthday, they built her privately a $3 million mansion at the OJ. I mean, why not? Well, I mean, she needed to have her own space. Yeah, well, don't we all? So they get married in 78, and... As they walked into the marriage, they'd been married about a year, Alec recalls, when Jocelyn told him his eyes looked a little baggy. They went in for his and her eye lifts.
1: No. Yep. Oh, I've seen pictures. I know where this is going, and I worry. But for Jocelyn, it
0: was just the beginning. This is Alec talking. She was crazy. I would find out last, she was always thinking she could fix her face like a piece of furniture, but skin doesn't work that way. She wouldn't listen Over a period of time, Jocelyn did create a cat-like mask, sometimes so taut that it was hard blinking. Friends suspected that she was trying to look like a jungle cat. Jocelyn says that the lynx has perfect eyes. She keeps the lynx as a pet. She believes her grandmother has those same cat eyes and high cheekbones. In the past, Jocelyn claimed that she had facelifts because Alec hates to be with old people. which that is something I believe. She says later, he never pushed me and he told me all the time I looked young until the day you don't look young enough.
1: Right. I I have known people who their own aging made them crazy. And I and I can believe that that at least that she believed that. At a certain point, he would abscond, as you like to
0: say. Well, I mean, here's, okay, I try to, you know, in any story, I try to put myself in right my villain, hero, whatever role you are, shoes. And I can imagine, hey, I'm a Swiss girl. I've dated around. I've hung on to rich men. I haven't really had to work, but I'm a charlatan, right? And, oh, I'm a... It's not Charlemagne. Chatelaine. Chatelaine. There you go. <laughs>
1: okay. There you go. Charlataine seems a little. Is different. Chatelaine the right word? Though? I think. I
0: think that's what you mean. Yeah. And men have told me for years. I can imagine her hearing like, "Oh, sex kitten," and having all those feline lioness sort of things attached. Well, and the foundational moment in their relationship involved a big cat. But hold on. <sighs> Here's No, here's what's bad. Um, He loves to hunt big cats. And this is where it's thought that she's trying to make herself look like his favorite game, which is all weird. However, Jocelyn is reported to be ecstatic with her work. She feels beautiful. She looks in the mirror and loves what she sees. She got exactly what she wanted. So, yay you, sister. To your knowledge, is she finished... With plastic surgery, or does she continue to? I do not have that information. Okay. I do have the information. All told, she spent $4 million on plastic surgery, but I do not know if she's continuing to have it. Do you know if, because she... I have seen her described as a plastic surgery addict. Mm-hmm. Does
1: that seem, was there an end point that she reached,
0: or does that? I does think it... it's fairly continual. Okay. And it's like it's funny when you research and look at pictures of her at 19 at 24 and pictures of her through the years because it reminds me of the movie Hook when that cute little kid is feeling Robin Williams face and he's like, oh, there you are. Like you can almost see her if you like, oh, yeah, there you are. But she loves the way she looks, and that's not the point of the story. Right, right. (sighs) Here's where it starts to go bad. She continues to have plastic surgeries. What maybe she was trying to prevent may have actually led him away. Alex says, like, do you want me to brag? I'm a French man. Like, I've had plenty of lovers. Oh, oh, this will piss you off. He talks about in the early years with Jocelyn there was excitement, physical excitement. Her good health was very important because I'm an animal breeder.
1: Oof. <laughs> it's not it's not how you want your spouse. Uh, okay, but aside from her good
0: breeding health and love Jesus. of Africa, Alex says they didn't have anything in common. The fights were constant. She was hysterical. Jocelyn's like, that's absurd. We never fought. Like any couple you have arguments but we lived really happily until dun, 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 dun. until March 1998. Okay. Jocelyn's father Armand dies of pneumonia at the OJ in Kenya. Where Dad's been staying? Wow. Okay. Well, it's a sixty-six thousand acre ranch with three hundred outbuildings, and like right, Dad but, can get care there. But it was
1: her in-laws. Anyway, I'm just surprised because yeah. she, if she wasn't necessarily welcomed into the family, like that's kind of a nice. Turn well, her mom is that... there
0: too with Alzheimer's. Like, wow. So okay. apparently, if you have sixty-six thousand acres and. Hold on, I may actually have. You can just shuffle them off to an outbuilding a quote somewhere. about this, like two hundred outbuildings, and I mean, it's it's a it's a big place, right, With right. a lot of staff, and it's probably a good way to offload. But still, your I mean, elderly it, relatives in that rarefied world,
1: right? But it probably also means that the Wildenstein, like Clan Wildenstein or whatever, had had warmed
0: to the idea that like well, Josslyn's is- had kids.
1: Like, Daniel
0: warms a little with two kids who are by now like teenagers. They've been married 20 years. Things are fine. Well, fine-ish. I bet that's not going to stay true. So, in March 1998, Jocelyn's father passes away. Jocelyn says, God, it's so trashy. I kept my father in the refrigerator for 14 days until Alec could get there. Jesus. Alec says... The funeral was delayed so Jocelyn could find an ebony coffin and a perfect burial spot. Alec gave a nice speech, she says. "Like So, things are contentious and death of a parent. You are in significant grief. Yes. Which may explain some of what happens, but it doesn't explain. <sighs> okay. Three weeks later, April in New York, <laughs> Alec tells her the marriage is dead. Oh, well. Uh, they remember they did the day very differently. <laughs> I'm shocked. Alex says he was going to work when Jocelyn flew off the handle because I'd changed cologne. And she found that, like, she started calling me names. She called me at the office. I want to know why immediately.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. Again, if you're jealous, I can see. Why oh, do you new, change? Co- yeah. new, cologne. new cologne. What's going on there? Do,
0: yeah, if you have on cologne, I'm like... Oh, yeah. I don't mean, wear cologne. Seriously, fragrances, just, it, it just skip hurts. it. It hurts. It does. The people in it the world. does. People with sinuses, it hurts. Anyway, Jocelyn, her story is she asked if he wanted to have dinner. He said no and instead told me, I'm dating a couple of women. Jocelyn's like, A couple of women or just one? Because if you don't know exactly what you want, I can be patient. Alec later says he was trying to soften the landing. He admits he lied because, in fact, he had already married no. back in the USSR. Oh, no. He's fallen in love with Yelena oh. Jerichova, a gorgeous <laughs> 21-year-old raised oh, in Russia. No. Falls hard. <laughs> 20. How old is he at this point? Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Uh, uh, d- can I, can I pause you for 10 please seconds? Please do, please. Because yes, it's coming. go forth, sorry. So he falls hard. He says he met her a month before he told Jocelyn he was leaving. Here's the trashy divorces quote from this week's episode. He says, all you have to be is on the launching pad and meet somebody to make the countdown. Which is exactly what Debbie Reynolds said. Like, you can't make a man leave unless his bags are already packed.
1: Yeah, that, that is okay, good.
0: Okay, okay. So, I
1: mean, not good because, again, he's been married for 20 some odd years now.
0: She is 21 years old. Sure. Dude. He's already on the launching pad. Dude, bro. Russian baby. Is at his side for racing season. She takes her mom and brother to the OJ. Okay. He pays for her to get a professional portfolio by a famous photographer. Great. Asks his friend Eileen Ford Of Ford Models to give her a contract. Cool. She walks in the Chanel runway show that year. Okay. Lands a role in a Woody Allen film. Well, all right, poses Woody for Allen. Harper's Bazaar. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Okay, so he's not. He oh, didn't. No. He didn't just use like.
1: Okay. Oh no! Wait.
0: Okay Alec Big surprise Becomes a vegetarian Begins working out Loses 57 pounds Loses the Russian? No He oh. wants to keep himself He is Oh he's on doing a- this for her okay. Oh yeah Okay So this is 1997 He was born in 1940 So he's in his late 40s When okay. this is Sure Oh late 50s Sorry When this is happening Okay Okay but Wait when he couldn't shed the rest of his old fat, guess what he did? Had liposuction. I was going to
1: say plastic
0: surgery. <laughs> guess what else the dick did? I Underwent nasal surgery to cure the snoring that Jocelyn had long endured for 20 years.
1: Okay. Deep in my personal heart, that pains me. Not talking
0: about it. <laughs> Alec ah. dismisses those who call a 57-year-old man's devotion to a 21-year-old woman foolish. Okay, so all right. So this
1: is a thing that I Oh my god,
0: hold on. Why foolish? You can be twenty one and have the mentality of a fifty year old. No. Nope. You can be fifty and have the mentality of a ten year old. That's uh,
1: unfortunate. I'm in
0: love and I'm not ashamed.
1: Okay. I'm not saying that there cannot be real love between people of vastly different ages. Sure. I'm just questioning it here. So this is April. So <laughs> since this happens No, no,
0: they're called May December. <laughs> Actually, that may be a fun trashy divorces one day. May December trashy. Ooh, ooh, we actually have a few. I just hadn't thought about oh, that. Oh, we way.
1: definitely have a few. All right. Anyway, Continue so April.
0: Sorry. Jocelyn is living on the third floor of the family home. She is a pariah. She is cut off from other family members. Oh my God. The doors to the communal living room, library, dining room, and pool have been locked. Whoa. And she has no keys. No. So is she a prisoner? Everything is closed, she says. Everybody goes, I think, to one direction when I walk by. They don't turn. Wow. Um, Family friends oh, are keeping terrible. her at an arm's length. At first, the divorce talks are cordial. But by June, Alec's attorneys are arguing that in 1978, Jocelyn had signed an agreement which stripped her of any claim to the family's wealth. Alec. Oh, <sighs> More porridge, sir, says he only made $100,000 last year and then all of the properties, paintings, cars, and assets... Are his dads Yeah exactly I don't have anything For you to take They're all in LLCs That I don't control I make $100,000 a year Yeah I can't give you anything Yeah So just keep all these In the back of your brain Mm -hmm. From July to August Jocelyn's monthly allowance Of $150,000 Was reduced to $50,000 Okay
1: Still as a normal person I'm like
0: Dude Like Wait for it Okay Her credit cards are canceled Her house authority is undercut. Her personal accountant's fired. So you think this is bad? I, I'm not sure I do, but go ahead. But it gets worse. Okay. Because on August 31st... (laughs) Does she want to know what I make in a month? Because we can have a chat. On August 31st... And I live pretty well. Alec, her estranged husband, faxes her down at the OJ Ranch and says, It is impossible... For me to let you come in at number 11, their 14-room Manhattan townhouse on East 64th Street.
1: I was going to ask, so, okay, so she is, for this she's conversation, still,
0: she's in Kenya. So, she's been living at the, she goes to Kenya to the OJ Ranch. Right, but
1: the divorce is happening in New York City. Correct. Is that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, they've got a bunch
0: of real estate. I mean, they have the largest Private residential home in Paris At like 66,000 square feet Called blah, blah 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 I don't know Right no and they, like, they've got a bunch of New York real estate they like, I cut down 50 pages on this To get it where it like, Wealth okay. beyond So measure. anyway she flips off to Kenya And he he drops her a note to say Like
1: you're on your own or something So she's you know. in
0: Kenya He fax, faxes uh. her And is like hey don't come home I'll be entertaining this week <laughs> Oh my god I know. <laughs> um, you're hey, what does she do? You're married to a Leo. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? Uh she Alicia? decides to go back home anyway. Really? I'm stunned. And just before midnight on September 2nd, she arrives at the townhouse with her two bodyguards. What happens next depends on who you ask. I'm breathing into the mic just for the effect. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Jocelyn says when she and her assistant went upstairs, Alec was at the door wearing a towel. Hmm. Once he saw her, he grabbed a loaded 9 millimeter semi-automatic and aimed it at her. Wow. And continued to do so even after the bodyguards identified themselves. Hold up. Jocelyn also says she glimpsed a naked blonde woman in the bedroom. Was she Russian? Alex says no None of this happened I was downstairs I saw the bodyguards I mistook them for burglars This is
1: Barney Stinson level Once I
0: realized what happened I put the gun away Oh boy The end of the story
1: There's a naked woman leaping out of their window
0: (laughs) Guess who comes in New York City's finest (laughs) Arrest Alec In handcuffs after one of Jocelyn's bodyguards called the police, a uh, good call. Alec reportedly shouts, "I will see you are the one out on the streets." He spends 16 hours in custody in his Armani suit. So they let him get dressed That's and cool. Legion de lapel pin, Give which me a was
1: fucking break the
0: talk of the town at the infamous Tombs prison no in doubt. Manhattan. No doubt. Okay, so that day God damn, what a fuck In my Armani suit That guy did not have a pleasant 16 hours But apparently that day He says I broke off all feeling for her It was also The day that the story For the family who always stays out of the press The New York Times ran a story about artworks that had been stolen by the nazis in 1940 recently discovered in the possession of the wildensteins yep wow not a huge surprise the art world's really polluted with
1: (sighs) nazi theft right there's
0: a lot of wildenstein not like again not the story of the trashy divorce here i had to cut a lot out that It's Patreon It's so fascinating But all
1: of these things coincide in a way that's particularly ugly for the family
0: Correct Alex says the final straw is the public humiliation from that day His dad couldn't accept it I couldn't accept it either Daniel not being familiar with being faced with the unprecedented situation of a loose cannon Does everything wrong Wow He declares war on Jocelyn, cuts off her credit cards, tries to borrow from the family homes, including the oh, Chateau de Marenthal in Paris, largest private residence in Metro Paris, the OJ, the family's private island compound, and the British virgins. Friends are stunned. Like, whoa. I, I cannot believe this family is finally, like, their friends are, I, I'm horrified that your name is in the press. Okay. They get to court. Judge grants Jocelyn an order of protection and the right to remain in the townhouse. Alex lawyers move for her eviction.
1: Nope. Actually, what year was this? This is late 90s? Mm-hmm. All right. It, 97, so it, 98. It was pretty different. These days, though, You again, you can, in New York in particular, you can get a divorce without ever being in court. You can get un, um, anonymous via anonymous as the... Sure as the case name and like really go hard at keeping it out of the press if you want to <laughs> well this hits this s- is war you're describing war. no i'm
0: describing war in the press for a family the- who has never had their name whispered in public right who has done a shit done of dirty deeds apparently who nobody talked like Right. You take your kid to a brothel at fifteen. Like sure. there's mil like they have they are rich, they are millions powerful of paintings they... and hidden vaults, all oh I mean, it's bad. Okay.
1: <sighs> Tell me.
0: Alex Lawyers moved for her eviction from the townhouse is sus- uh, suspecting that she might take scissors to all the Bonards there. So doing the same thing yours did, like, she's gonna trash the art. Right. The Wildensteins change the safe combinations, bar her from OG, where her mother, Jocelyn's mother's being nursed for Alzheimer's, ordered the townhouse's servants to ignore her. No. Uh, This is horrible. This is horrible. Jocelyn says, my husband seemingly has no more use for me, preferring to lavish our fortune on his girlfriend. Wait for it. Her lawyer demanded that Jocelyn receive interim support of $200,000 a month, $500,000 in legal fees, access to all the properties and servants, and that a $50 million in security be set aside pending the outcome of the divorce. Also, apparently she doesn't eat because in an interview she admitted she doesn't know how to turn on the stove in the townhouse's industrial kitchen. So it's a sad life. Alex attorney, you ready for this shit garbage pile?
1: Yeah. Raul Felder. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
0: Decides to be a gent and asks to, mo- to ban media coverage from the case for security oh reasons, God. but also to spare Jocelyn humiliation. He notes her distinctive face has become the subject of international tabloids and compares Jocelyn to a space alien. So that's a dick move, and everyone is playing dirty in this war.
1: Yeah, Ralph Felder is like the um, (sighs) divorce lawyer to the stars, and the yeah, he's there are no good stories featuring him. There
0: are only trashy stories featuring him. In December, Alec cuts off Jocelyn's phone bill after five thousand bucks. She thinks the house is bugged, which you know, if you've got Ralph Felders, and like maybe it is. Yeah. All of her guests are directed to use the servant's entrance and the scandal. The kitchen staff has been told not to refill her bedside fruit bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the pettiness. Alec, nearing 60, has claimed uh, that he has nothing he can call his own. His father controls the assets His bills are paid through a mysterious network of corporations and accounts, according to Jocelyn. I'm told none of the family businesses or properties, including the properties used exclusively by my husband and me or in my husband's name. On paper, everything is owned by Daniel or foreign corporations. But Jocelyn remains undaunted. She hires a really good strategist. She hires a great lawyer. She seeks out old friends, lines up some more plastic surgery, And she isn't going down without a fight because she's a Leo. So is he. So, battle cats. Battle cats. After 19 years in this family, she has a really powerful trump card. She knows everything no one's heard that's never gotten out in the press.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. So, as she starts dropping some interesting things, like... Maybe the family talks about their secret Vermeer. (laughs) (laughs) She also dropped a little bit of news to the FBI and New York State tax authorities. Yeah, Where the entire art world was kind of riveted. Jocelyn could be the thread that unravels the whole sweater, says a collector who's known the Wildensteins for two decades. She could open up the whole story because Jocelyn knows a lot about the family business dealings. And shrewdly exploited that knowledge. The Wildensteins could not tolerate a forensic accounting in America court. Sure. Because, right, they have private planes. You're going to your ranch in Kenya, you can load your Vermeer on a private plane and nobody ever knows it's transferred or taxes were put on it. Like, it is art scheme city. Sure, sure. Art magic. So, needless to say... She's in a strong position to dictate her terms. Daniel vows he'll never settle. Jocelyn demands a full accounting of their international assets. Alex says he wants Jocelyn to have a good life. I can't forgive what she did. Maybe she can't forgive what I did. What are the final terms in the divorce? She gets 2.5 billion plus yes. billion. Wow. Plus an annual 100 million for the next 13 years, which is a cool 3.8 billion. Your eyes are very wide right now. 3.8 billion, which, if your family is worth 10 billion or so, is a pretty pricey price tag. So, what does that mean that Jocelyn knows that you don't want out there? Or how many other billions do you really have hidden in art in your secret worldwide vaults? Or both? Or both? Can you process three point eight billion dollars? No, but it's a
1: hundred million a year for thirteen. Isn't that one point three billion?
0: So added to the two point five billion, yeah, three. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Three point eight. Wow. I would be darling spending three point eight billion dollars and never succeed. Oh, I don't even, I I seriously don't know how you would do that. Even in her anger, Jocelyn is sympathetic to Alec. She says, when you are 57 and you're still the son, you still think you're the same as when you were he, 17. He's, he's never been his own master. When you reach 50, you like to have a certain freedom. Alec says he's never had a choice. I was told from the moment I was born that this was my life.
1: Yeah, no, these rich kids, I'm not... Necessarily feeling terribly sympathetic toward them, but I, there is something to that. That at a certain level of wealth, like doors are just closed to you, yeah, like doors that normal people can walk through and, and must walk yeah. through in many cases.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's a not, it's a rarefied world. So here's the aftermath of this, which is yeah. almost more upsetting. Alec, his father did die. In 2001, an Alec inherits half of the business empire along with Guy, his brother, the other half, estimated at $10 billion and is included to be the world's largest private art collection. He did remarry to a different Russian model named Lyubia Stopkovia. Uh, he died two thousand eight of prostate cancer. Okay. Vanity Fair reports in nineteen ninety eight the Wildensteins were worth at least five billion, but that would have meant Jocelyn hightailed it out with ninety percent of their. Like it doesn't make sense. No. After Guy and Alec estimated the value of estate after their father's death, they're only worth a. Uh, here's my more porridge, sixty million, whatever. Jocelyn's fortune. Has actually, this is the hardest thing to believe, has vanished. And she filed for federal chapter eleven bankruptcy protection in May twenty eighteen.
1: That again, how do you how do you spend two billion dollars? She do listed
0: spend- her Citibank account, balance is zero, she's seventy seven now. She says she's getting by on nine hundred dollars a month and friends and family to pay her expenses. She is sitting on millions of dollars in property. She listed assets of almost $17 million against $7 million in liabilities. She does own a almost $12 million apartment in the Trump World Tower and a Bentley. Her debts are steep. She owes about $300,000 to lawyers. She owes $4.6 million on that apartment. She alleges her money woes are not a result of overspending, but problems with the trust. She says in her trust she was guaranteed... Diego Velasquez painting that turned Out to be a forgery As well as a Cezanne Artwork that was valued at less Than expected so Mm -hmm. some of her cash came In art which it turns out Out of the secret vaults If you've worked in real Nazi stolen and fake Right
1: Huh (sighs)
0: Shady family dealing in stolen Nazi work and Pissing off the fine folks at fake or Fortune Anyway, she plans to sue her trust. She's dated a dude named Lloyd Klein for like 18 years. He's a fashion designer. He recently faced charges of assault. I don't know. All of her legal and financial plights are still ongoing. And uh, I don't know how you spend $3.8 billion. And that's the trashiest divorce I can come up with a lot of money. Winner takes it all. That is a lot or of money. do they?
1: Mm.
0: I don't even know where to land on the trash cans for this one. I don't either. That's a, that's a hell of a I mean, a story. it's sad they're astral twins. You get the connection. Oh, it should just be like, oh, I found this. And his dad gets in the way. But what if they're two just mediocre people who found each other? And then had a lot of money. And your parents get in the way? No, money gets in the way. I mean, parents get in the way, but an obscene... Like, this is money we cannot even dream Well, of. and I was... I, I mean,
1: I think I told you that I am vaguely familiar with, with Jocelyn. hmm And it's been my feeling for a long time that if she were not super rich... Someone would have intervened to get her psychological help years ago because of the plastic surgery obsession, because of good things would have happened for her,
0: but she was too rich for good things to happen. So are you saying that in our society, if you have a lot of money, you tend to get away with a lot more? (laughs) I'm
1: saying that the very rich often fall through the cracks, Alicia.
0: Yeah, they do. We're we're dancing around so many topics right now. We really are. Anyway, um, that is, you know, the winner takes it all. I think that's a pretty juicy bomb drop. In whatever knowledge you have, to end up with a third of a like a third quoted of a family fortune, and end up fucking losing it all. It's remarkable. Well, the losing it all, but meowkable to me. But like, if this
1: were a movie, there would be a scene where. I don't know, she walks out of court with her 2.5 billion dollar judgment And And her links
0: Like blows the smoke off her pistol You know, like No, the links that she's got on a diamond collar High fives, high pauser So so ups and downs in her life For sure Yeah, for sure I don't know if I've done a divorce like that It's a rarefied world There's a lot of That's some trash candy, man That's what I got Uh, It's a good one I'll go four. Uh, yeah, you can see four. I mean, maybe four and a half just because of the
1: gold in your Hogwarts vault. Sure, sure. And some Nazis with stolen art to set them on wow. fire. Wow.
0: All right. Trashy divorces for this week. Sure is. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay classy, not
1: trashy. Don't take trash candy from strangers, whatever you do.
0: <laughs> we'll see you back next week, friends. Have a Bye. good one.